So usually on my intros, I quote a song lyric, but this particular episode, nothing came to mind. And I was really pondering. I researched my mental Rolodex of song lyrics that I know nothing came up. I literally drew a blank, but I thought about something DJ Khaled said, and I really don't care for DJ Khaled. The nigga is irritating to me. But I quote this, and it ties in perfectly with my episode. Congratulations, you played yourself. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Catch me after the break, after uh, the mini commercial, and we're going to jump right off into episode 15, the season finale. All right, in a minute. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another episode of Views from a Jerk, a podcast by Nikos Davis. Man, I felt like I haven't talked to y'all in so long. Um, I actually, I've had this episode planned and worked out for a while. Um, What happened? Um, Ginger over at Voice of the Makers started a uh, five minutes for five days Um, podcast challenge and um my friend uh pj she nominated me to do it and um really and truthfully i started off hating it and i did not want to do it i did not want to participate i hate being put on the spot but um after the first five minutes that i did i actually fell in love with it and um, shout out to you, Jen. You came up with something great. And when when I spoke to her about it, um, she she said something that made a lot of sense. And she um, referenced Andre 3000 when he spoke at the Source Awards. He was like, you know, this is our time. Um, the South has something to say. And she was just like, um, you know, us small podcasters, we have something to say and, you know, it's our time and we need to join forces and band together and, you know, all that other heroic bullshit. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Okay. So I feel you. But, um, you know, the five for five actually uh, delayed and postponed episode 15. But nonetheless, we're here. Motherfuckers, I'm back. And um, I tell you this. One thing that I learned about myself and something that I had um, internally that I was going to work on and I I somewhat did it in the five for five. I didn't curse as much. And uh, that was surprising to me. And it was straightforward, straight to the point. I had no time to meander and just talk loosely. Uh, and I that's what I enjoyed the most. And I didn't have to put thought into what I want to talk about and everything just happened all of a sudden. And that's what I loved about it. So that's that. Um, Jen, the next time you do something like this, uh, don't send that my way. PJ, don't come to me with it. I'll listen. I'll support. I'll repost and, you know, whatever else. But do not add me to that bullshit. I'm not with it. All right, ladies, cool beans. Let's move forward. All right. So to start this episode off, 
I am going to, like I do always, I'm going to start my music. And um, I really struggled with this because I've, I'm an R&B nigga. And I've been listening to some really, really, really good tunes here lately. And I really fought myself like, do I do I want to drop these new tunes on them? Or do I just want to stick to what I already have? And the more I listen to um, the same song every day or the same three, four songs throughout the day, the more I wanted to share them with y'all. But not this episode, maybe a couple episodes down. Um, but just a, you know, that's it. I just, I really struggle with that. Like, I really like to pay things forward and put people on new, new shit. And, you know, hopefully they can enjoy it the same way I enjoy and they get the same feels that I get from it. But, um, I did share some music with my homegirl, Tiffany, and, um, she enjoyed it. So, I guess I will be sharing those tunes probably in the next episode. I don't know. Fuck it. Y'all will get it whenever. Anyway, let's go ahead. All right. The first song that I have is um, Jodeci, You and I. Listen, Jodeci in the 90s, like everybody loves Jodeci. Everybody loves Jodeci. You want to do it to Jodeci, you know, listen, You and I is like one of my favorite Jodeci songs. Um... Other than, what's my second favorite Jodeci? I don't know. But You and I is my favorite. I'll just say that. Um, The next song, and this is one of my favorite songs by this group. By this group? Uh, Actually, this is my favorite song by this group. It's Tony, 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 Whatever You Want. Whatever you want. You know I will provide whatever you need. Whatever you need, babe. Listen, whenever I hear this song on the radio, nigga, I jam it to the lowest level so I can hear myself hit notes. And that's pretty much that. And I, um, I, when I get home or I get somewhere I can get situated, I throw my earphones on and I will blast this to the most ignorant levels. I, I actually love the group Tony, Tony, Tony. Um... I remember as a kid, my mom told me, she was like, them niggas not even related. And I was hurt by that. Like, they Tony, Tony, Tony. She was like, it's not even spelled the same. What are you paying attention to? That's that quick story. All right, the next song, um, High Five Quality Time. So what I really like about this song is uh, at some point in the song, the nigga was like, and you call me on my cellular phone. I was like, what? Nigga, like, how early in the world is this? This nigga used the whole cellular phone. But that's a really dope-ass song. A really, really dope-ass song. Um, the following song is Black Street, Before I Let You Go. Listen, this song touches me on several different levels. Back in... Uh, Back in my college days, I want to say, I was going on a lot of dates. And um, before I let you go, can I get a kiss? Good night, baby. I don't want to lose your love. So don't say good 
goodbye, say good night. Yeah, Black Street dope as fuck. Damn, Black Black Street is dope. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna forward this to one of my exes, and right now I know she's dating a nigga. And um, the last time that I talked to her, which was recently, I asked, I was like, so who you kissing these days? She was like, I ain't kissing nobody, but I have kissed. I was like, no, you kissing somebody. And But you know what? I just, being a petty nigga, I want to forward that song to her, Blackstreet. Yeah. That's all, just being a petty nigga. My levels just skyrocketed right then. <laughs> All right, so this next nigga is one of my favorite niggas that I um look. So before I say this, I was born in '83, so I grew up in the '90s, like literally. I grew up in the '90s, um, and it's a few people that were staples for me musically. Heavy D is one, Jill Laverta is another, and it's this nigga right here. All right. I looked up to Heavy D because he was a fat nigga that could dance. I looked up to Gerald Avert because he was a fat nigga that women loved. Both of those niggas were like both of those played a major role in me because I was a chubby ass little nigga running around town. All right. And this nigga right here, if I was grown in the 90s, this is one of the niggas that I would want to dress like. In the daytime, if I'm just going to hang out or is going to a house party or something, I'm dressing like this nigga. If I'm going on a date, I'm dressing like Gerald Levert. But the song, um, the artist is Al B. Sure. The song is Naturally Mine. Man, listen here. Y'all don't understand. Um, in high school... I uh I got I had two cars in high school. My first car, I what did I do to it? I cracked a head gasket. So when I got my second car, it was like it was a '98 Altima. It was the long body, not the short one. Um, and I had my CD book. I had a a, a shit ton of CDs that I would buy. You know how we used to do it back in the day. You put the cover in and CD and all that, right? All right. So I bought um the LB Shore album. And when I was driving to school, I like I was one of those people like, nigga, if I don't fuck with you, you can't ride to school with me. It was a lot of people that I just didn't fuck with because I was just brand new like that. Um, But it was a it was this girl, Crystal Hart. <laughs> I picked up her and her brother and I can say her name because she don't listen to the podcast. He don't either. Um, But I picked up her and her brother for school. Like I lived like 20 minutes away from them and it was actually just quicker for me to just go straight to straight to school but i liked her and i'm like yo you know what i mean i pick you and your brother up like it's no problem and their mom was it was and still is really crazy about me um and i remember uh playing i'll be sure in the car and she was so fucking petty and i was so fucking naive and stupid like she would let she was like, no, nah, you can get in the front. I just sit in the back. And now when I think about it, I'm like, yo, you didn't even want to be seen riding in my front seat. I wish I would have figured all this out back then. And I wouldn't have been such a clown. All right, but the thing is, I played naturally mine, and uh I remember 
well, nah, I played Naturally Mine came on. And I remember um, looking in my rearview mirror, and she looked at me and winked her eye, and that just made a young Nico's heart melt. And I remember as soon as we got to school, she hopped her ass clean out the car. And me and her brother just sat there and talked for like 15 minutes until we just finally got out. And that's pretty much how that goes. But I like Al B. Sure. Um, and like I said, if it was in the 90s, I would have dressed like this nigga because I, I distinctly remember him wearing denim outfits and turtlenecks. And that's it. That's all I really like. All right. Moving forward. That was such a long story. Um, Mint Conditions, Someone to Love. Mint Conditions is one of my favorite groups. Someone to Love is an awesome song. Moving forward again. So this last nigga, um, I really didn't like him because of what I seen on Martin. Um, but one of my partners that he got, he has a really, really good taste in music too. It was one weekend we was just kicking it at his house and he just, uh, had some regular tunes playing and this shit came on. I was like, yo, who the fuck is this? And he told me, I was like, nigga, he was like, boy, you sleep on him? I'm like, yeah, like I didn't know, but I fuck with it now. So is Keith Washington kissing you? Listen, this song right here jams. This song jams, and I want to sing, but I got so much respect for Keith Washington that I'm just not gonna touch it. Like I could, I could shred this fucking song to pieces, but I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let that slide. So that's it. That that's the playlist for episode 15. All right, so jumping off into this, and as um as I'm looking at um my notes. I still don't know which topic I want to start with, but I'm so eager to tell these stories that I'm just going to go ahead and and start with why I entitled um, episode 15, Don't Play Yourself. So um, over the weekend, right, this, uh, damn, her, one of her friends listens, so I really just can't say her name, but this chick that I went to Tuskegee with, um, she was out of town. She went to see some friends and they all kicked it, right? So dating back. A few weeks ago, um, if you follow me on Instagram or on any social media platform, you'll notice um, when I'm in the gym, after I finish working out, sometimes mid-workout, you know, nigga like me, I post pictures. And I've slowed down on them. I'm really not going to post anymore. Um, but she hit me. She, in my DM, she was like, damn, you take more pictures than you work out. And I responded, uh, what was my response? It was something real fucking slick. And I said something like, uh, you worry about me working out. What you doing? Like, are you eating right now? Or some shit like that. And she responded right back like, I'm fine being fat. But what are you doing? To sound? It was some. We had a real, real quick back and forth. And that was that was it. Right. So. And she she's a part of this head up community that I like that I really dislike, but I like talking about them. I dislike everything about people that post themselves from the titties up like you post your hair. You won't post a full ass outfit, but you'll post your titties up. And I and I really don't like y'all. I do not like people that post from the fucking waist up, even at my heaviest. 
I will post my full body because you're going to get my confidence, right? That's just that's just me. And it's a, it's a chick on Twitter. I give her fucking hell about it. I give her hell about this every chance I get. And when she does post a full picture, I'll be like, yeah, you know, just stay in neck up, Twitter. Yeah, just stay from the neck up. You all right. Like, you don't have to do this. But and she rarely posts. But I make sure that that when she does post, I give her hell about it. So getting back to this. um, So she's with her friends this weekend. I think they were in D.C., somewhere on the East Coast. Um, And I'm giving specific details because one of her friends that listens, she's she's going to know that I'm talking about this specific person. And um, so I she posted a picture. She had a a dress on and and it was a a face for it. Like you could see her body straight on. And I I instantly asked her, I was like, yo, you pregnant? And I know most of y'all gonna be like, yo, you you a real dick for that. No, when I saw the picture, I legit thought like, damn, I didn't know she was pregnant. And uh, I asked her and I thought nothing else about it. I knew I, I knew that it was rude because that's just one of the things that you don't do um, because you put an insinuation on you know, weight gaining, but I really didn't give a fuck because of the exchange that she and I had. And, and the type of person I am, I look for the ultimate get back. I'm a Scorpio. And any chance that I get to sting below the waist, I'm going to kick you the hardest that I fucking can. I'm going to kick you the hardest that I can. And I know that that shit stuck her. I know it did. Right. So um, and I screenshot the picture like I, I took this shit to a whole nother level. I screenshot the picture and I sent it to. um. So she and I have a mutual friend is it's Crystal. So I, I screenshot it and I sent it to Crystal. I was like, yo, is she pregnant? She was like, no, I don't think so. But when I seen her at my son's party, I did notice that she was a little large. And that was that. So. And I, I go back to my Instagram DM and I saw that she responded. She was like, you know, you're the fourth person to ask me that. No, I'm just fat. And I LOL'd and I said specifically, I was like, yo, but you came at me for taking pictures in the gym and you out here like this? And she was like, nigga, don't give me a hard time right now. And I fucking went in. I, I put the pedal to the metal and I went in intentionally. And um, that was pretty much it. And, and and I screenshot like two more pictures and I sent those to Crystal, too. And I was like, yo, she really played herself trying to come at me about some pictures I'm taking in the gym. And, you know, Crystal, LOL, she was like, yeah, she she did try you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So this is what she said. She was like, well. Um, you look the same size from the pictures you post. And, and I, I was like, look here, you hadn't seen me in person, ma'am. I'm slim. Like I'm really small out here in these streets. Don't even, don't fucking try to comfort me. Don't do this. And, um, Crystal was like, yeah, she hadn't seen you in a while. She don't know how small you are. Like for real. And, um, that was it. And so that, that alone made me think like, yo, and I looked at her pictures Today, like, um, and not necessarily her pictures, but 
her um her stories and I saw the rest of her friends posting stuff and every time I seen her I'm like damn she really does look like she about four months like a legit four maybe five like that that thing like and she had a loose ass dress on I'm like yo you really out here looking pregnant it's fucked I, you know, whatever your nigga like it, and he, I don't listen. I don't fucking know. All I know is, ma'am, you played yourself. You fucking played yourself, and we do this type of stuff all the time. I don't like. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to really um, understand, like, why, why in the black community, why we play ourselves like this. Why we come for people and we don't be at our best. Like in the Bible, uh, the nigga Jesus said, don't throw rocks. If, if Don't throw rocks at somebody if, if you ain't right. And our parents told us all the time, don't, oh, well, old people told us, um, don't, don't try to help someone else clean their house when your house ain't clean or don't tell them that it's a dirty spot when your house filthy or whatever the shit is. Yo, sweetheart, you played yourself. Like you played yourself. That's that's it. That is the bulk of this entire first topic and it was it all stemmed around what she said and I, and the only thing that I could really think about was when she came at me like you take more pictures than you do work out and you know what if if you knew that you were looking pregnant like this but but you know as a Christian man, I can say, I'm going to say this. God's petty is is way way worse than human man. Way 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 worse than man's petty because that nigga served me a, a sweet alley oop. What's the what's the revenge is the Lord's or something like that? Listen, the nigga served me an alley oop out this world. Chris Paul to uh, Blake Griffin. No, better yet. Dwayne Wade behind the back to Braun. We all seen it in Miami. Served a mean alley. This was this was a mean alley because you played yourself. No way. And I, I'm a person I love to crack jokes. I really love to crack jokes all the time. But something like this, ma'am, you played yourself. That that's all. And all all of that and while I'm doing while I'm writing this down, you know, while I'm doing my my episode notes, I'm thinking of other stories where I so this one instance I played myself. And um it was a recent ex um and I've talked about her before, right? Y'all don't know who she is, but you know, to if you want to know, just hit me up. I I tell you, so, like certain people gonna know. Um, if she, I, if she's listening, she's gonna know that this story is specifically about her. Um, so me and this ex split. You know, we kept some form of communication. We was talking or whatever, and um, 
caught wind. I ain't gonna say I caught wind. Yeah, I just caught wind of of the. I caught sight of the nigga she was interested in, nigga she was talking to, or whatever they were doing, or whatever they were or are doing. I don't know. Um, and I was like, yo. Matter of fact, me and my cousin talked about this. I'm like, fam, you see this? Like this, the nigga. This is the nigga right here. Like, this nigga look corny as shit. This is a corny looking ass nigga. Like, this is not the type of men that she's interested in. This is nowhere near the type of nigga that she's interested in. And if you're listening to this, no. The the person that I'm talking about, that is not the type of nigga that you are interested in. It may have just been refreshing, but that corny ass nigga is not the type of niggas that you are interested in. Like this nigga is a he looks like a complete fucking goofball. And uh, my cousin did some research, you know what I mean? And she reported back to me just, you know, little little things here, there, here and there. And um, I was like, yeah, this nigga corny as shit. And I remember things that she was that she was telling me, you know, how, you know, how, how the dealing was going in and out, in and out or whatever. And then she stopped all of a sudden to which I think she did the right thing um, because I felt like I had the upper hand anyway. Um, but I'm like, you don't even care about this corny ass nigga. You just like this is your rebound. Like that's your rebound, nigga. Okay, fine, whatever. So here's how I played myself. We got into a argument, and I distinctly remember telling her, like, you don't even like this nigga. You just fucking dealing just to be dealing. And she was like, No, I do like him. I'm like, not a fuck you don't. Like you don't, you don't even fuck with this nigga. You've told me this already. You, the nigga like you more than you like him and you just, it's going too fast for you and he acting like the girl, you feeling like the nigga, but you still right here in my house. You still do, 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 do. We still do, 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 do. We, you know, this, 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 and all of this is going on. But this is how I fucking played myself. I'm calling the nigga corny. Like, I, and I seen some other stuff and I actually came across and read some shit. And I'm like, man, this nigga corny as fuck. And I'm feeling like the man for another reason still. I'm still feeling like, man, this nigga, man, fuck this nigga, man. You know, he don't even know whoop the whoop, wham the wham. But how I played myself, I'm the nigga on the side hating like shit and he's the nigga in the game scoring buckets currency one of my currency actually my favorite rapper he said this um in a song i can't remember the name of the song but the nigga's his verse his 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 line was uh what was it shit something 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 oh shit i can't think of the Anyway, the nigga was like, before you see another hoe in your jersey trying to score 30, you heard me. And 
I played myself because I'm watching a nigga drop. drop I'm watching a nigga drop uh, Kyrie numbers when they won the championship. Kyrie numbers in 16. I'm watching a nigga drop Kyrie numbers in my jersey. And I'm I'm the nigga hating like shit. I fucking played myself. And to what I don't even know the the extent of the situation now, but as for then, yo, I fucking played myself. I played myself to out yo. I'm I'm bigging up myself like you know you know she still woo the woo we still wham the wham and all that, but I'm I'm now I look at it nigga I fucking played myself like like shit. I played myself. I played my fucking self. I played myself throughout the entire situation. Now that I look back, I played myself. I feel, I had myself so puffed out in the chest that I, nigga, I didn't even see a nigga dropping Kyrie numbers in my jersey. That's the ultimate play. Nigga, I played myself. That shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. Another story. Uh, another ex. She listens. And she's going to hear this story. and She's going to know I'm talking directly to her. Right? So, uh in in our conversations she she's synonymous with saying this like this is her go to all my ex niggas when they left me they married bitches that ain't even fine and I'm air quoting cuz that's her turn for women that she don't care for bitches and i remember telling her i'm like but they married and you single like, what's the disconnect? And her thing is, well, they married down. Like, it ain't me. And I'm like, yo, now, now, as as I wrote all of this down in my notes, and I put everything in, into perspective, she played herself, and continues to play herself, thinking such. And I remember um a tweet that she tweeted out. Was like, uh, it was something about all her old niggas don't do any better after they break up. But they get with someone and they get married. You playing yourself. You, you're playing yourself. Like you played yourself. Like, it's crazy. I played myself. Um, The chick that came at me about me taking pictures, you fucking played yourself. The ex that I'm talking about right now, you fucking played yourself. At some point, we have to realize, like, you know what? It, It might be better for us just to shut the fuck up about certain things. No matter how much of an upper hand that we feel, that we have, if you take a step back and you look at 
what you're about to talk about and you diagnose it, you're going to realize before I speak, I'm about to play myself. And people going to big you up. People are going to be on, especially on Twitter and with what, what that type of shit. Oh, women going, oh, yes, girl. Whoop, ooh, 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 ooh. Hold on. Let's stop right here. Let's look at what's actually happening. And and for me, I have a similar situation because um, after like a couple, like two, three, maybe two or three exes that I had earlier um, and earlier in my 20s, you know, mid 20s going into my early 30s, those young ladies got married. And I looked at it from the perspective of, you know what, after dealing with me, they found what they needed and they got married. That's it. That That's how I take it. Not they, they you know, and I think I'm a handsome young man, um, you know, whatever. But I know. I, I know I'm not bold enough to say, even though even though I think they husbands is, are ugly, and I've heard other women say, "God damn that nigga!" Like he ain't the cutest nigga, but that nigga might he did something to get a ring on her hand. So I just look at it from the perspective of you know after our dealings, they got married. She went and got married. She got everything she needed. I'm I I'm not high up on myself to feel like yo. After me, you don't do no better. No fucking way. Cause I know, I I know I can be a relationally piece of shit. So at some point in that mirror, you know, we have to uh, we have to come to a, a cold grips that maybe we not hot shit like that. And I know in my situation, I fucking played myself because I just thought, like, yo, shit, that that nigga, he looked like a corny nigga. But he 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 playing in the game in my jersey, dropping Kyrie numbers. That that nigga dropping mad Kyrie numbers in my jersey, and I'm just the nigga. I'm the nigga in the barbershop. I'm the analysis. I mean, I'm the uh, the analyzer on ESPN. I'm just the nigga on the outside talking. I she gives me the interview. And I could tell more about the story, but why why I felt like I wasn't playing myself. But no, even though, you know, what was going on was going on still, I I was still playing myself. Because the one two one two was happening, but that's where her time and shit was going. Nigga, I I fucking played myself. That shit is fucking crazy. And it just goes to show, when you try to one-up, you always fucking lose. You always lose. When you try to one-up something, like, oh, shit, I, 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 I took an ill, but nigga, I came out better, do-do-do-do-do. No, the fuck you did, nigga. You took a cold-ass L. You took a cold-ass L. And you just got to take them L's silently. Take that. Sh- take your L. Like, listen, I learned I learned a valuable lesson from Drake and the whole push of beef. That nigga took his L and kept winning. 
He he took his L, didn't do any more interviews about it. Pusha made a whole campaign and didn't sell any more records. You just beat Drake in a verbal joust. That nigga took off winning still. He still won the whole fucking spring and summer. You won for like a month and that shit was cold. You, it was a cold ass winter for him. But when the spring hit and the summer hit, that nigga just started dropping those collab verses. Oh, he was back winning again. And nobody else thought anything about the story of Adidon. That's that. That's how that goes. That is what I learned from Drake. So, essentially, what I'm saying is this. Take your L and and don't try to one up cuz you're going to lose anyway. Um Dawn from uh the Diddy Girl group, she has this song called Jealousy. And she's singing from the perspective of uh the girl of the new girl. And um she's saying in that song like, I know you want to text this nigga, but you can't. <laughs> I know you want to hit his friends up on Instagram and inquire about him, but guess what? You can't. I know you want to do this, this, and this with him or for him, but guess what? You can't. Why? Because your position is filled. Your position is filled. Excuse me. <sighs> ah, my nose is running. Your position is filled and that all like that ties into the currency line before you see another hole in your jersey trying to score 30. You heard me. Once once that position is filled, yo, you either watch the game or you, you turn to a different channel. What Dawn is saying in this jealousy song, baby girl, let this nigga go because he mine. Like he's good over here. Don't hit his friends up inquiring about him. Don't hit his friends up t like telling him to tell, telling them to tell him you said, hey, don't do any of that because he's good over here. He wakes up over here. The whole you won't do better than than me attitude. You fucking playing yourself. You're playing yourself because the, the person's going to find what fits best for them. You didn't fit for them. So because they move on and marry or they move on and flourish or they move on and blossom, they lose it. No, you fucking playing yourself. This shit is running rampant amongst the black community. I'm telling you, this is running rampant. Like social media got us so fucked up that we think if a nigga don't don't marry or a young lady doesn't marry the nigga that look that we think looks better than us or the young woman that you think looks better than you or 
can do better, do for do for him what you uh, or can't do for him what you did or whatever. You think the nigga's marrying down? You think the chick is marrying down? No. I don't care if you know the inner workings of that marriage or the inner workings of that relationship. That nigga when he got married. At some point, that woman showed him something to make him think like, you know what? This is this is what I want to do. And we still out here. We still out here on a hope, on a wish, on a fucking dream that our Prince Charming or our Princess, whatever is going to pull up on us. And we're holding close grips on whatever we can have. Because we want what those people got. Like the motherfuckers left us and went and got it. Nigga, we ain't hot shit like that. Stop fucking playing yourself. Don't fucking play yourself. To the young lady that told me about my fucking gym pics. I want you to go and look at yourself from this fucking weekend. Your hair was cute. Your makeup was cute. The way you were blowing hookah smoke out your nose and mouth at the same time was dope as fuck. But you fucking played yourself. You played yourself coming at me and telling me I I take more pictures than I work out. And I look the same in all my pictures. Ma'am, you haven't seen me in person in quite a while. But guess what? Homecoming is coming up. Homecoming is coming. And you are added to my list of people to stunt on. And it's a very, very, uh, it's, it's a very small list. It's a list of four. Because it's my birthday weekend as well. It's like my birthday week the uh, earlier that week. Right. One, stunt on my ex. Two, stunt on my ex. Three, Stun on my ex for your motherfucking ass. I'm going to see you at the party in Atlanta. I'm going to stun on you then. I'm going to see you in Tuskegee. I'm going to stun on you then. And I'm going to crack our inside joke. I'm going to say dice pineapples. And we're going to crack up. We're going to laugh. But at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you like, yo, you remember you told me. Like, I take more pictures than I work out. Look at me, motherfucker. Like, you fucking played yourself. And we gonna laugh about it. We gonna laugh about it. We gonna laugh. I I swear to God, we gonna laugh. Just because uh, we know each other. And, And just because of our little brief history. We gonna laugh. I also have another story that I can tell about this young lady, about how she played herself, but that's too far back, and that's some uh, that's some personal business. But that's that's that topic. Like DJ Khaled said, like I said in my intro, yo, you played yourself, and DJ Khaled has said it several times in several different sneaker interviews. Don't play yourself. Don't play yourself. 
don't play yourself. Don't play yourself. I, I had to look this up because what I did, I, I Googled. I was like, rap song, don't play yourself. And I seen DJ Khaled come up. I was like, man, fuck. I don't like this nigga. But let me see what he's talking about. <laughs> and um, it was just an interview, a sneaker interview. He had like probably like five different sneakers in his hand. It was a quick clip. Each clip, um, they was he was like, don't play yourself. Don't play yourself. Don't play yourself. Don't play yourself. After that, the last clip, they was like, he said, guess what? You played yourself. So, voila, there it is. You played yourself. I played myself in the situation with that ex. The other ex that I spoke of, she played her she played herself in her, in these these situations with the whole you're not going to do better than me attitude. And um the the chick that I went to Tuskegee with that came at me <laughs> that came at me about taking pictures in the gym. And then you posted pictures of you in that black dress with white writing on it. And you look for five months. And you said four, like four other people had, had DM'd you and asked you the same thing. Guess what? You played your fucking self. You played yourself. That's it. All right. So... I'm off of that. I Listen, I, I was ready to get that out. I was so, so ready to get that that out. I started to do like a five-minute rant on it, but I was like, nah, I'm not going to use that. I'm, I'm not going to waste that on my five for five. No, I can give them something else because I'm just closing it out. But don't play your fucking self. That's it. That's the moral of that story. All right, my other topic, right... It's based around um, the songs that I picked. Jodeci, You and I, Tony, 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 um, Whatever You Want, High Five, Quality Time, Black Street, Before I Let Go, uh, I'll Be Sure, Naturally Mine, Mint Condition, Someone to Love, and finally, Keith Washington Kissing You. Hold on. Oh my goodness, my nose is running. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, edit that out. No, I'm not going to edit that out. I'm going to keep it funky with y'all. I don't even care. All right. So the next topic is, um, you know what? Men have feelings. We have a lot of feelings. And... If you listen to those songs, and I that, I picked those songs for this specific reason, because we have feelings. And if you think about 90s R&B and songs that we can sing without a doubt, um, you need to pay attention to like, yo, these niggas are really singing their hearts out right now. One of my, um, well, I ain't, he's not even a group. Uh, one of my favorite R&B singers as of right now for this era is Division. Oh, my goodness. I really like this nigga. Division goes in, man. Listen, Division goes in. Division has a few songs 
that just tear me the fuck up on the inside. Division has a few songs that I, I get ready. Like I, I played the song over and over and over and over and over. And I typed that long ass text. Oh my goodness. I typed that long ass text pouring my heart out. And then I snapped back to reality. Like, you know what? Let me let me move on. I, I don't, I'm not going to send this text. Like, I, I'm not going to do it. Um, one of one of my favorite songs by Division is The Line. And I can't think of the words right now. But uh, he does say, I come running, I come running, I come running back to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, listen. That nigga fucking nails it. Oh, my God. It's on um, the first album. It's the last song on the first album. The Line. Then he has Effortless. Like, I don't often try, but I'm trying for you, and this shit is effortless. Um, Listen. On on the line, not not on the line. So on on the most recent song, "Miss Me," um, what's the line? He says, "As soon as I get you out my system, I relapse." Man, this this shit hit so close to home. Like this shit hit so close to home for a G. Like the real gangster in me. As soon as I get you out my system, I relapse. Man, that goes for men and women alike. Um, I haven't talked about this song with Tiffany yet, but I am. Tiffany and I have this song, uh, Confunction, uh, Love's Train. When some shit is going wrong or, uh, you know, we, we just when some shit is going wrong relationally, that is our shit. That's our bat symbol. Like we toss that out there, like yo, we come to each other, we come to each other's rescue. Like yo, what's going on? Like what the fuck is going on? What's up? Like let's get this shit out. We'll have a four day vent session. She'll talk for a day. Them other three be me. Pouring it out via text. She'll hit me up at lunch. Like yo, friend, are you all right? Like. What's going on with you today? But men have fucking feelings. These R&B niggas be singing for real gangsters. Like y'all women recognize this, please. Don't. um, Don't nag a nigga. Just don't nag a nigga about what's on your mind. Talk to me, this, this, and the third. Listen, we as men, we're going to tell you what's on our mind. We're going to tell you how we feel. Um, it's, it's hard for us to be transparent. It's hard for us to be vulnerable just because um, amongst, you know, me and Marcus talked about this, actually. Um, uh, black masculinity, whatever, whatever we was talking about. <laughs> Right. Um, we talked about this. It's not cool for you to have feelings for a girl. Oh, you get your heart broken school. Niggas tell you toughen up. 
I, I know for me in high school, I was always getting my little fucking heart broke. And uh, one of my one of my childhood friends, the nigga, he, he would tell me all the time, like, bro, I got you. Like, what we going to do? Like, you know, me and him would talk about it. I would talk all of my little feelings out, right? And um, he, he would call. Like, if they don't, if they weren't talking to me or, you know, or his girl wasn't talking to him, we would call. We would do a three-way call. The girl wouldn't even know. And so we would be, whatever uh, conversation he and I would have, he would talk the highlights out to her. Like, you know, this how he feel about you. He said this, this, and this. Whoop the wham, whoop the wham, whoop the wham. The whole one-two dance. And we, would, I would be on the other end, or he would be on the other end, depending on who's making the call, just listening and taking it all in. And, you know, we see the girl the next day at school, the next couple of days at school. And, you know, we played on it like that. But this shit runs so deep. 50 Cent said in 21 Questions, I love you like a fat kid loves cake. Women ain't never said no clever shit like that. Like, and I can only envision, like, let's take this 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 picture together, right? I'm going to pick this picture for both of us, for all of us. Picture a little fat ass kid eating a chocolate cake, vanilla inside, just eating the shit out of it. Face all nasty, hands messy, shirt messy, little fat ass little boy eating the fuck out of the cake. Nobody's bothering him. He's just in a world of his own. Eating the cake. This nigga 50 Cent said, I love you like a fat kid love cake. The feels. Like, I just don't know, man. I just don't know. Like, men have feelings, women. Y'all need to tap in. Um, We all not feeling like Trey Songs and Tank. We all ain't just trying to. Uh, getting nasty and, and fucking all that. No, some of us just real deal deep in these feelings. A song that I have been listening to every day um, since I did the first untitled playlist, which was supposed to be my last playlist on Apple Music. I found out about this young man and I have been listening to this one song Every day, multiple times a day. This young man, his name is Lucky Day. And the song is entitled, Love You Too Much. Listen, let me tell y'all something. I don't know who the fuck I'm singing to when, when I listen to this song. But I sing my heart out. I sing all of my insides out. To my mouth is dry, my lips are ashy. Like I sing my heart out to somebody with this song. I have my earphones in, I'm at home. If I'm in the gym, this is when I go my hardest when Love You Too Much comes on. Lucky Day says, You such a fucking woman. What? I love you too much. Oh my goodness. When that nigga says I love you too much. Whew. 
I feel a certain type of way. I feel a certain type of way. He's telling a story, but the only things, the only parts of the song that I resonate with, you such a fucking woman, and I love you too much. That shit take me somewhere. It takes me somewhere about a certain person, and that's just it. That's just it. I don't want to get too deep into it because that's a whole nother story that I don't want to share. If you know me personally, hit me up. I will share it with you and I'll tell you who it's about. But I don't want to go there. I just know when Lucky Day comes on, I listen to this song. Um, me and Jen oh, the, and, and the good people over at Voice of the Makers, um, she shared a playlist. You know, she shared some songs that she was listening to. And she mentioned Lucky Day Roll Some Mo, right? He has a song entitled Roll Some Mo. And um I DM'd her. I was like, uh Love You Too Much. And she said, Oh no. Well, we we weren't talking. Um uh, we were writing back and forth. And but she was like, Oh no. That song is too sentimental. Like that song is is that song is too much. Listen. I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't know who's listening, but I want everyone to at the end of this podcast. If you listen to no other song, I want you to listen to Lucky Day. Love you too much. Fuck the bullshit. Men, we be hurting. Women don't know. We hurt. Listen, women, y'all think y'all are emotional people and sentimental and and have feelings. Listen, y'all don't hurt how we hurt. Y'all don't go through half of the emotional bullshit that we go through. It's hard being a man and having emotions and being tied all up and entangled in them. And and what's so dumb, like for me. I listen to a lot of R&B on the daily, and I've said this several different times. And if if we if you've ever uh, seen me in the gym, you know, like, oh, I'm listening. I'm listening to some legit R&B. I'm listening to R&B. I, if I do work out to rap music, it's to uh, Nipsey Hussle's uh, Victory Lap or to uh, Slauson Boy 2 or to uh, No Pressure by him and Bino. That's it. That's the only rap that I, I play when I'm in the gym. Other than that, I am listening to R&B and I'm getting all the sweats. I'm doing core. I'm I'm busting legs like I went to the gym late, very late tonight and I worked out to R&B. That's it. Like I'm an R&B nigga to the core. That's listen, women. I'm just going to make this very clear for you because I want you to understand. Men are emotional creatures. It ain't just y'all. We have feelings, too, and they need to be recognized. They need to be uh, very eloquently taken care of. You need to be sensitive with us. You know, women often say, oh, I just need a booty rub and I'll be fine. Listen. And this is something that um, 
the ex that I was telling the story about, you know, about the nigga dropping Kyrie numbers in my jersey, this is something that I had to tell her. Like, when we would go to sleep, like, listen, I don't want to keep fucking holding you. Like, get on my back. Let me know. Let me go to sleep in your arms. Let me know that the world is all right. Let me know that I'm okay. Let me know that I can sleep my stresses, my worries off on you. And she would be like, but I want you to hold me. I need to be warm. And I'm like, all right, man. Like, okay. So she finally just started doing it because I just started turning my back on her. And she would get on my back. And listen, that would be some of the best sleep ever. Um, I'm going to take a break right here. Give you the ever, ever jump right back into men have feelings. All right. In a minute. All right, we back, man. Uh, I had to take that little quick intermission. But I was talking about how um, men, you know, we've been our feelings. And I know I said this, and I'm going to say it again. Fuck the bullshit. We be hurting like a motherfucker. Like, men be hurting, man. Women, y'all have us so fucked up and twisted, tied, and entangled. Luther Vandross said this, and I don't know if he was singing to Freddie Jackson. I don't know who the nigga was singing to. But for me, when I heard this, um, I was in high school and I just took it to the point of, damn, you know, this whoever this woman is. I was unaware that Luther was, you know, a a fun boy at the time. Um, You got me going in circles. Oh, round and round I go. You got me. Something, something over you. I need you, baby. Yo, when I heard Luther's um, rendition of going in circles, I knew something was real. In, In adulthood, with the inter uh action with the interactions of men and women. And it wasn't just that. It was um what's my man's name? The nigga that got hit with the grits. Al Green. Uh Love and Happiness. Love will make you do wrong. Love is listen. I, you know, music really does play a lot in my life now, you know, and, and for every situation that I've been in relationally, I have a song that that goes to it. Um, Shout out to my, my man in New Orleans, my man A-Live, man. Um, he put me on to Gregory Porter. And uh, Gregory Porter has this song with Layla Hathaway. It's called Insanity. And uh, I shared this song with I shared this song with a young lady, and she rem- and she brought it to my attention. You shared that song with that other bitch too. Quotations, you know, that's what she said. And her words following where when I seen that and I saw how y'all were going back and forth. I knew that shit wasn't going to work and I ain't even feel no type of way about it. I was just like, whatever. But she ended by saying, I did like that song and it did mean a lot to me and it made me feel a type of way. And I was ready to hear from you again. 
Um, shout out to my man A Live for putting me onto that song. Um, Gregory Porter said in that song, uh, "Let's stop this insanity before it goes too far." How did we lose? Oh my goodness! Listen, I was about to hit it. I hit the wrong key. Uh, actually, I was about to hit Layla Hathaway's part, and I know that is way, 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 way out of my octave range. So I'm just gonna leave that alone. <laughs> um, and I've said I've said this in 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 um in a previous episode. I think it was episode twelve. I think it was, no was it episode 13 um i think it was episode 12 love lockdown i have this connection with jay-z jay-z on the carters and on 444 that nigga was in such an emotional state and i can wholeheartedly connect with it jay has been pouring his heart out for these past two albums and not only um in not only on those albums but in public appearances he has such a new appreciation for Beyonce I don't know if it's because you know the nigga truly cherishes what he has and which I do agree with I do believe that but I also think it has a lot to do with the ass whipping that Solange gave him like take my sister serious um, but Jay poured his heart out and that shit. And, and you know what? My connection with Jay goes back deeper than that, because I remember when he dropped girls, girls, girls remix, um, Kanye sampled the, what's the name of that group? Damn. The Persuaders and the when I first heard the sample, I was like, yo, wow, who is this? And um, at the time, I Googled it. Like, I do a lot of different things. I Googled, and I found out it was the Persuaders. And the song goes, I'm not a one-girls guy. No, no way. When it comes to love, I don't lie. And other girls respect me for it. Ain't gonna say my nose can't be open. Right now, it's just too many fine ladies out there to choose one from. I'm drying girls' eyes. I'm drying girls' eyes till I find the one for me. So, and I felt Jay on that. I felt Jay on that, and I really felt the Persuaders. Moving forward, I feel where Jay is now. I would feel Ye, but I don't fuck with Kanye. I I feel where Jay is. And I feel where Jay is because, you know, my, my married partners, too. I put all of us in that same category to me. And But Jay is in his bag. And another nigga that I connect with, Drake. And I said this in the previous episode, um, and I was like, nah, I'm going to say that for another episode. Well, motherfuckers, this is the episode. And I quoted something he said on Dice Pineapples. Call me crazy, at least you called him. Oh, my goodness. The feels. All the feels. Only, only niggas that are crazy about a woman can understand this. Like, we, we into it. We're not even talking. 
Call me crazy shit, at least you're calling. Hmm. Let that sink in. Women, y'all can let that sink in for y'all too. Because that's it. Um, quick story time. You know, in all my podcasts, I do have stories relating to something. So particular ex, um, when we would fall out and get into it, you know, and we would talk, we wouldn't talk for a couple of days, usually because I done fucked up and I done did something. Um, when we do get back right, you know, she, she would let me know, like, look, I really missed you. And when you're not here, I don't sleep well. Like, I just, I, I just, I'm used to having your body up against mine. And, and like I said, when you're not here, I just don't sleep well. And I just be up, I toss and turn, and I be wanting to call you. I be wanting to text you, but, you know, you're so fucking stupid. And you do a lot of stupid shit. And, um... And, and on my end, I'm like, shit. What if I, if I'm texting you and you respond, I'm like, I'm grateful because I'm like, I feel like Drake call me crazy. Shit, at least you calling. Text me, I'm a, I'm a, text me, I'm fucking up. At least you texting. At least you're responding. <laughs> Yo, dice pineapples, man. Drake, he's I I can wholeheartedly relate to Drake. In redemption, oh my goodness, it's so many Drake songs. Redemption, when you think about me, and pertaining to a, a certain situation, I feel Drake on this. It's redemption when she think about me. Like I I I I went to the point once, and I was listening to Redemption because I was going through some shit. And um, I actually just Googled the definition of redemption. I was like, God damn, Drake. We fucking up this bad out here in these streets? But the nigga was in his feels about it. And I understand. I understand. Division on this song in between. Um, it's one of his newest singles, right? With um, Miss Me. The nigga said, "If we have a baby, that that'll be between us." Like everything is about you and I, us, we, our ladies, women. We love y'all. We be in our bag when it comes to these feelings. We be in legit bags. Um, purple emoji, J. Cole and um Ty Dollar Sign. Listen, I felt Ty Dollar Sign's verse. The nigga was like, he's fucking up so bad. And I think she eventually like, just gave him some forgiveness or something. But I felt that verse. Like, y'all just don't know. Ladies, y'all don't know. You have no idea 
what us as men actually go through pertaining to y'all, pertaining to dealing with feelings. Like, women, y'all know how to handle that shit. We don't. I know I don't. But it is, we have feelings. Um, Another song, Will Downing. And I'm thinking about these songs on the go. Will Downing, If I Ever Lose This Heaven. Oh, I'll never be the same. Then his background singers, never be, never be. Yo, Will Downing, and it's not his song, it's the average white, it's the average white man song. Um, I think. But he just did a rendition. And I like Will Downing a lot. But that's what he said. He was like, if I ever lose this heaven, I, I won't be the same. Like, we probably can't talk to y'all and just get everything out how y'all want it, how y'all want us to do it. But we have our vulnerable and transparent moments. You better fucking tap in and pay attention to them. Y'all don't like R. Kelly. I do. R. Kelly has a lot of them. Um, One song, and I played this for a girl once, you know, he said in the song, um, God bless the day I found you. Is is looking for love. It was off of the uh, Candyland. Is it Candyland? What's that album? Chocolate Factor. It's off of Chocolate Factor. Um, shit, I can't even think of, I think it was off of that one. It might have been off R, off the second CD. But he is, is looking for love. Um, listen. We out here, man. Our feelings are out here. I don't know how y'all want us to give them to you. Or how you think we should give them to you. But we giving them to you. We're giving them to you. I just named off a shitload of songs where niggas are pouring out their hearts. Like, so it's there. And everyday men go through it. We may tell you in bed, we may tell you at our most vulnerable moment, we may just have to curl up on you and be like, baby, look, you know, this, 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 and the third. And you know what? And the times, the different times that I have shared my feelings, this is what women shouldn't do. Women, y'all listen to this. Just take what a man is saying. Don't try to keep going to a deeper and deeper and deeper depth of what he's saying. Don't be asking us fucking questions like, so what do you mean? What the fuck you mean what I mean? I just told you how I felt. You want a deeper analysis of it? No. Take what I'm saying as is. You're not talking to one of your homegirls. You ain't caught me in some bullshit. No, I'm I'm laying my cards on the table for you. I'm laying my cards on the table right here. Like this is what I'm this. What I mean right now is what I'm saying. Don't come back and ask me a question behind that. Just just rub my shoulders. You know, rub like rub my face, kiss my cheeks, do something, do something to let us know that, you know what? I understand 
Like it's it's clear to me. Okay. And then give us some coochie afterwards. You know, we done earned it. All right, good people. That is it. That is episode 15, the season finale of uh, season one, in a nutshell. We learned a few things here, hopefully. One, don't fucking play yourself. Two, don't play yourself. Three, do not play yourself. Four, don't play yourself. Five, men have feelings. That's it. Those are the things that we should have learned. One through four, don't fucking play yourself. Number five, men got feelings. All right, I'm going to run this list down again. Jodeci, you and I, Tony, Tony, Tone, whatever you want. High five, quality time, black street before I let go. I'll be sure, naturally mine, mint condition, someone to love, Keith Washington kissing you. Um, I don't know when I'm gonna start up uh episode. I don't know when I'm gonna start season two. Um, just know I already have the topic. Um, me and my guests have been we haven't been talking about it, but we have shared some thoughts. Um, I got like a song or two I need to send send them so they can listen to it so we can get get on a, a eye to eye level. But season two is on the way. Um, I hope y'all enjoy this episode. Um, Apple Music listener, not Apple Music, Apple Podcast listeners, please go and um give me reviews. Like I got like three reviews right now, like maybe 10 ratings, all of them five star. I definitely appreciate that. But keep it 100 with your man. I keep it funky. Keep it funky with me. If I'm giving you some bullshit, yo, say it in the review. Um, Anchor FM listeners, go and leave me a voicemail. Uh, Google podcast. However y'all do it on your Google platforms. I don't know because I don't fuck with that. I am Apple till till we out this thing. Um, let me see. Google, Apple, Spotify. However, y'all doing on Spotify? I don't fuck with that either. But however, y'all doing on Spotify? Man, just give me those ratings. Give me those reviews. Um, I am gonna start some support. So yo, if you wanna drop your boy a good dollar, hey, send it to me. I might just go buy me something to drink. I don't know, but um, definitely rate it. Five stars, hopefully, on Apple Podcasts with a review. Um, Anchor FM, you can leave me a voicemail. Uh, Google Podcasts, however y'all do it. Spotify, however y'all do it. Um, on your Instagram Live, feel free to at me in a comment. Uh, at me, let me know that you are listening. And I might be talking some bullshit, but let other people know, pay it forward. You know what I'm saying? Tell a friend to tell a friend. I always say that. Tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Put it out there. Um, and we're going to let it go from there. All right. And like I end every episode, eat healthy, live good. Eat healthy, live good. I can't, 15 episodes already. Eat healthy, eat healthy. Eat healthy, live Live good. Yeah, I don't know. Yo, I can't even think about it. I'm sorry.
I can't even think about it. It's uh, it's six seventeen in the a.m. Look, how have I usually ended, man? Eat healthy, live good. St- eat healthy. Look, fuck it. I'm out. I catch y'all season two. All right. Other than that, man, stay black, stay uh, stay strong. Peace.